Welcome, fabulous women, to the new Fabu show. I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on to who I really am. I am your host, the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of The Fab Factor. I am here to awaken feminine leaders to their Fab Factor. The woman who has always known she is different, call for more, not going to live the normal life. And she is going to do what it takes, no matter what it takes, until it takes to create that, all while becoming highly visible so she can make a global impact to fully step into the who she is being called to, fully tapping into the power of the feminine. Yes, she has the audacity to prioritize the feminine. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an author. I love the bling bling, thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo. And as women, we are rewriting the rules and we are doing it being fabulous, of course without sacrificing our femininity, spirituality, or personal fulfillment. The biggest question is, who are you actually? At your core, who are you and what did you come here to do? Who did you come here to really be? Because many women are hiding. They are not willing to let their old selves die they are quitting on themselves. But to create the vibrational space, to step into their new Fabu next level, the frequency that will allow them to begin showing up in every area of their lives in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Are you ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now? It's going to take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you and allow me to be crystal clear here. It takes a lot of courage to release the old and step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are, and you can say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. And I live on this sort of frequency and I show up this way. It's critical to do so. If you're truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms, in order to shift the old, become visible and the real you, and finally break the pattern once and for all? Why? Well, simply there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. See, you make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise. You settle, you sacrifice, you continue 
to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, because I've lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change and it must change now. Today's wave of spiritual women owning their power is unique, rare, and one of a kind. So what New Fabu is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted you, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be, to the New Fabu who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her and she backs herself unapologetically. She does it. Why? It is who she is and what she was born for. She did not come here for normal. So let me ask you, if you've had enough of playing and you're actually ready to really play life the way you know it's meant to be for you. So make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well, you don't gotta, but you do if you want to change to be who you're really meant to be. Then say yes. Yes to you. Yes to your soul. Yes to being accountable. Yes to the up level. And as I said earlier, it takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right. Enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. It's time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be new fab you, because the age of the invisible woman is over. So today, my fabulous guest is Jean Yeo, and I hope I say your last name right. So let's bring her on and find out What's going on with her? Hey, Jean. Hey, Doris. It's wonderful to be with you. It is so wonderful to be with you. I'm so excited. Did I, did I, you know, I do bad things with last names. Did I actually pronounce your last name correctly or say it if I didn't? Pretty close. It's Yao. Yao. Okay. That didn't even come into my thing. All right. Got it. It's programmed now. <laughs> oh. so here's what happened for me so I'm going to tell you what sort of happened to me and ask you what came up for you so for me my new fabu moment came when I surrendered and I let go 
of the last remaining bits of worrying about what people thought of me and if I was making any sense and if people really wanted to hear what I wanted to say. And I really got clear that, you know, for me to do this body of work and to put this message out that, you know, it's actually a moral obligation for me to do this thing I'm being called to do. And I had to really dig beneath my fears and uncertainties, you know, to know that I really was worthy to be this woman who has this message and to do the stuff that I'm being called to, you know, so what about you? What moment came for you to step into, you know, what we call your new Fabu next level? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for making yourself available to make your good use of your talents and gifts to serve many women. Thank you. For me, I would say it's progressive. There are a few distinct milestones. And overall, it's a, a daily steady progress of waking up more and being a little more courageous to step into the new and to release the old. I can share a few of the landmarks for me. Okay. Share, share. Yeah. <laughs> because for me, I have a history of some very distorted uh, behavioral pattern patterns. I suffered for over 20 years of food addiction and codependent existence. That was in my 20s through 40s. During those time, I was entrenched in the old, you may say, living in the distorted self. Mm -hmm. Had no aware awareness that that was distorted. I thought that was a norm of life. Right. And later, through the help, first of all, of a 12-step process, and then simple spiritual practices and community support, I began to recognize my own value. As you know, addiction and codependency really just uh, ignored our own values. Right. It's just escaping from life not liking who I was. Right. And those were the things I latched onto to forget about myself. Mm. And that's that's powerful what you just said. Cause how many women are in that kind of state where they create these personas that don't value who you are, but you forget about yourself. That is like profound. Yeah, for me, it was being myself was too painful. So let's take a moment of break from recognizing that. <laughs> um, and, and you can imagine the depth of pain, uh, feeling hollow, not liking this physical and um, deeper, the, the spiritual dimension of me. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, well, it's what I say, you know, our mission is don't be invisible, be fabulous. And that is exactly what the don't be invisible piece is. It's like, first and foremost, don't be invisible to yourself. And what you just described is how women are invisible to themselves because, you know, they're creating all these things not to honor who they are. It's so true. It's so true. I had a um, background of uh, suppression and abuse. And so that made it harder for me to want to be seen. Right. To want to be heard. And through the, I would say, the grace of life's positive, uplifting, and uh, not, uh, not so favorable dark moments, I began to to recognize that until I value myself, I'm not really living. Mm. So with that discovery, because, you know, I love the name of your company. Um, is that why you call it what you call it? It's just so people can really embrace living and, and having living splendidly well thank you for making that beautiful connection it didn't uh, occur to me very specifically in the past when i chose the name it was a sense of really wanting life to flourish to allow every being the liberty and the possibility to live up to the heights and depth and width that we're meant to experience right. on this journey. Right. That is, I think, when women can really fully grasp that, then that changes everything about who they are showing up being and what they now understand who they what they can do. And, you know, as I say, you know, give yourself permission to have a seat at the I want it all table, you know, and that I want it all is different for each of us, but you do have to give yourself permission to at least say it and, and be like, you know what, I'm going to create this table and have my own seat. And, and just, that's just it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so glad you put it that way. It sounds so simple. And, um, in my experience, it takes a long while to to surface like that. You're right. And, and the things that sound so simple, of course, they are not. <laughs> they really do require us to be um, diligent and purposeful and aligned to creating it intentionally. And it's a daily 24-7 process always. Yeah, it, it is true. And the good news is that life is always ushering us in that direction, always for the betterment of ourselves and inspiring us through all circumstances and encounters for us to make healthier choices and to truly value the inherent worth and the dignity that's within us. It's almost like we can't not not look at that direction. We're going to have to stumble across it somehow or another because that's our destiny. And that's what I have found over and over, that 
I just cannot dismiss this dazzling light within me. I cannot ignore it. I cannot not utilize what's given me to allow myself to feel good. Right. Feel good being who I am. Feel good about every decision, every action I have ever made. Mm-hmm. And with that, it cultivates a, I would say, a, um, a sweet fidelity to myself. And that is a foundation for me to be open, respectful, and supportive of others. Because essentially, we're all connected to that deep inner self that we all share. Right. You know, I love how you just said, but you said something I think is, I, I, they just gave me chills. You said um, being connected to that dazzling light within. Oh, if that's just a fabulous way to describe it. It's like there is a dazzling light within us all. And for those of us who allow ourselves to let it move us and awaken to it, it changes everything about the life we get to live. But, you know, it, it is a dazzling light. It really is. I'm just so excited about those two words. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. I mean, I just had chills when you said that because I was like, that is so wait. That's just the fabulous way to say it. It's dazzling and it's just the, a dazzling light. You just walk in a room and we can all visualize what dazzling light looks like when we walk in a room, you know, that just has chandeliers and just fabulous lighting. Are you going in a light shop? I just feel like that's what's, what's going on in inside of us. Thank you for bringing that up. It It's, um, Sometimes it's baffling for me in the past, and nowadays it's, it's getting clearer and clearer that um, the self-doubt, the self-doubt really put a lid on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, you know, the self-doubt will put a lid on everything. I mean, you know, the I was sharing with somebody yesterday and was like, you know, you could have words that are coming out of your mouth. Um, but if, you know, thoughts and feelings are the most two powerful forces. So if your thoughts and feelings are not in the same alignment as the words that you're trying to make yourself say and convince yourself that that's really the truth, when your thoughts and feelings are totally, you know, a different um, vibration than the words you're using, the, the thoughts and feelings have the power. And so th- that's where the self-doubt comes in because the doubts and feelings are are creating the self-doubt. And if you c- continue to stay in self-doubt, it doesn't really matter what words you try to make yourself say, you know, the self-doubt wins until you really decide, you know what? No, I'm going to really align myself to be in a different frequency and a vibration. Yes, so true. Thoughts and feelings, they are intricately by weaving the fabric of our being as mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so true. And and, and I don't think a lot of people think about that. Um, you know, and, and even when, you know, I've been studying this kind of work for a long time, but it was still profound when 
you know, that day when I read that and it was probably something I had read like, oh my gosh, a whole bunch of times. But that particular day, I remember when it just hit me and it was like, thoughts and feelings are the most powerful force. And it had me really examine my thoughts and my feelings and what was really running the show, underlying what I was trying to convince myself or journaling. (laughs) I was like, okay, we got to get this aligned. And it took some serious effort to be in that vibrational alignment and, and me and just owning, you know, that I was having these thoughts and feelings that maybe sometimes you, well, I try to pretend sometimes that I'm not having some thoughts and feelings that aren't really supporting what I want, but you know, that's a huge discovery, I think. And that's why I was like, when you're saying yes to the up level, you have to own your thoughts and your feelings. You have to get real about them and really work to align them to a different vibration. What do you think? Certainly, thoughts and feelings are just so organic and vital to us. And prior to I become more aware of the truth about them. I was imprisoned by my thoughts and feelings. Any thoughts come up, most of the time was negative. I bought into them and emotions erupted. I got down under them mm-hmm. until I recognized that they are friendly faces disguised in some naughty behavior. <laughs> and. Um, they're there to assist my growth, not to sabotage my growth. Right. Um, that's, that's powerful. They are not, they are there to assist, not sabotage. Exactly. I used to be driven or scared by my thoughts until I recognized that they're there for me to listen, to respect to embrace. And when I listen to my thoughts without judgment, Mm. without trying to change it or reform it, it shifts on its own to a healthier and more aligned frequency. Mm. And the same with my feelings. Prior to that, I was identified with my feelings. Mm. Then things begin to shift and awaken in me. I recognize that feelings there too are powerful tools for me to heal and to integrate and to expand. Whatever I'm feeling is I'm healing. Mm. And not just for myself, but for the collective, because underneath all, all experiences are shared. So it's a privilege these days to feel feelings and to be able to serve those feelings by just giving myself to them, to allow them to be felt. Yeah, that's true. And you said, 
when you were mentioning earlier, and it's the same for thoughts and feelings, is when you are allowing yourself to go through it, but still doing it from a non-judgmental place. It's like when you get to that, you, that was great to say, because I think that's good for people to hear. It's like, you know, you can you can go through them and still not judge, be judgmental about them. Certainly, certainly. What's your experience with feelings has been making? You know, I have, I would agree to some, you know, same what you said. It's like when I really, you know, for the most part, I really, really, really have shifted my feelings to um, really try to stay in the most highest vibration I can. And so I don't overreact to certain things. You know, when I finally started to look at things or situations and not give the thing or the situation more power, that controlled me feeling in a place of more powerful about it. And it, and believe it or not, I mean, once I really started identifying with calling myself the fabulous Doris Birch, that, that shifts everything, you know, it shift everything for me that I could not allow myself to call myself that and feel something that totally would be not in alignment with that. And that started supporting me from going into places that wouldn't be of the of the best interest of who I get to be. And then I was, since I realized and learned early on too in this journey of mine is that, you know, our feelings, thoughts are also tied to um, diseases. And so I didn't want to create disease in my body with my feelings. So I have been really very attuned and, and aligned to controlling that and not letting it get the best of me because I know what it's like when it has gotten the best of me. Um, and, and when, you know, when I was living that way, you know, I would create a story that was supported and all that stuff. And you're just making stuff up along the way. And I was like, well, when you realize that you've been creating this and creating this, this, this story that does not make you feel good and stuff. I was like, you know, I stopped it. And so I was so grateful to the awakening that I had the power to choose my feelings. I have the power to choose my thoughts. So that's how it has really supported me to like rise above, you know? So it's like, sometimes I don't react to certain things like some certain people do, you know, especially like this current thing that we're currently under. All I see it is, is just oh, an awakening, you know, that the planet absolutely needed. So I'm not getting disheveled about it. I'm, I'm understanding that what can I do about it? You know, at the end of the day, you know, I can only control my own world. And I just keep, you know, I have this mantra that I say every morning, um, you know, about what my world gets to be. And that's just where I stand in. So, you know, so, so there's my answer. And I don't know if I answered. You certainly did. You certainly did. You, you gave me a, a perception that uh, 
you created for your world and that world i believe radiates to affect other worlds that is built within a um a conscious vibration yeah and, um in alignment at the word you use quite a few times that that world is aligned with the truth of who we are and we're aligned with the purpose of what we're going through. Right. Yes. Yes. That is, con it is definitely conscious. And that's the big thing. I think if anybody can get who you're being, who I am being now is because we are consciously conscious about it. And when you're conscious about it, then you can create it differently. Totally true. I, I can't agree more. And I like that saying from Einstein. It's uh, I'm paraphrasing it. It's the <laughs> basically the problem cannot be solved on the plane where the problem was um, originated. That's so true. That's so yeah. true. Right. So on the surface, we're going through a upheaval or uh, a time of unsettlement. And uh, the solution of that could only be from a deeper place that's not on the uh, physical plane, that not to be interpreted, interpreted only through a superficial level of seeing but it's far deeper. It's um, the hand, I would say, the hand of a loving and intelligent universe is orchestrating everything. Oh, yes, that is so true. Yeah, and just allowing the things that need to fall away to fall away from us, it's painful from time to time. And particularly for some people who are more energetically sensitive during this time, it um, can be just very overwhelming. Right. However, that's probably what a cathartic process is to carve out more room for deeper enjoyment and deeper connection. Yes. And that is so fabulously beautifully said. And our time is up and that's a great way to end the show with what you just said. I just thought what better way to describe it. Um, Cause I always say leave a closing thought, but that looks like a great closing thought to me. <laughs> it's, yeah. I like that too. I like that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, you're very welcome. What a privilege. I'm just so delighted to be with you and your audience. I know. So, well, until I see you and talk to you again, have a fabulous day. You too, Doris. Right, bye. To you. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for joining this episode of the New Fabu Show. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you can automatically get new shows every week. And I love it if you would leave us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts at the New Fabu Show. Not go to newfabushowpodcast.com. 
I love to hear from you. Come join the conversation online. You'll mostly find me here on Facebook and Instagram, but also on Twitter and LinkedIn. So just head over again to newfabyoushowpodcast.com. You will find all the podcasts there and you can find out my why at thefabfactor.com. The new Fab You Show is the elevated, unapologetic permission conversation for women leaders. And I'm honored that you tuned in.